I am one of the co-founders and chief operating officer for the Stafford Boxing Club Incorporated, our nonprofit organization, which is a yearly mentoring program for at-risk youth in the community. So we will be able to teach financial literacy, communication, discipline, decision-making, as well as campaigning for a premium education. These are the foundation for the Stafford Boxing Club, these 20 mentees in our program here at Panola Way Elementary School. 20 years from now, Stafford Boxing mentees will be known across the world. Hello, and welcome to The Stafford Show. I am your host, Lady Stafford, and my co-host, Stafford, AKA Big Stafford, AKA Big Staff. We would like to thank you for being here with us today. And you can also listen to the podcast, the show on audio. Please go to www.talkandfight.com Baby, you know what? I, I thought you was artificial intelligence. AI, that's why I'm looking. I'm like, what? Where you can also see it live and participate within the conversation. You can also get notifications on LinkedIn and Facebook. Man. Thank you. Man. Man. God, that, that. <laughs> boy, this artificial intelligence, man. I'm telling you, man. Man, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Oh, I'm glad that y'all tuning in to the Stafford Boxing Room. Oh, no. I'm my bad. <laughs> the Stafford Show. He's extra excited. I'm excited. You know I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, the ultimate showdown between Earl Spence and Terrence Bud Crawford. This is, some people say it's the fight of the year. I think it's the fight of the decade. Not the century. No, because day. there was another fight, too, with Sugar Ray Leonard, who was welterweight champ, and also Hearns, Thomas Hearns. And that was actually one of the biggest fights as well in history. It was called the showdown, quote, unquote, the fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Thomas Hearns held the WBA welterweight title. So we know Sugar Ray Leonard had that boxing IQ and he had the speed and agility and Hearns would just impose what he wants to do on somebody. That's you know what fact. I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact, man. So uh, I wanted to kind of like, you know, before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to kind of talk about some things that, you know, We've experienced this past week, and one of the things I want to talk about is... Wait a minute. I think I know. I think I know what you're going to bring up. Was it on the 19th? Yes. And it was on a Wednesday? Yeah. And it was at the DeKalb County Public Library? Yeah. Oh, okay. Go for it. So this past week, we had our event, um, Reading 2023, uh, for the Stafford Boxing Club mentoring program. Uh, we had about 10 of our 25 kids to show up. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was so good that, I, I don't know, I was so just, just looking at the pictures, just thinking about 
the faces that we saw and how grateful they were and seeing the kids reunite with each other because the last time they saw each other was at graduation. And I, I was saying to myself, like, because we listen to God, we are able to bless these kids, man. And it's a it's a it's a sacrifice, but I think that in our community, more of us need to sacrifice personal gain for the betterment of our community. And so we have an opportunity to impact generations. You know what I mean? And so like the girls showed up with their staff for boxing polo. It was just, man, the guy, you know, we only had two guys show up, but the other guys, the other boys, excuse me, they were out of town with their yeah. parents on vacation. And uh, one of the other uh, um, mentees mother was in the hospital. So I hope that she's doing well, but Overall, it was a huge success. The kids were just, they were so happy to see us. They I checked think, out books. Yeah, they checked out really books. Great. Some of them checked out like three, oh, three yeah. books, between two to three books. Oh, yeah. And they also went on a tour with one of the librarians. I, actually, well. she's the manager. Of she's the, the manager? Yeah, yeah she's oh. the manager. So they went on a tour. She VIP. gave them a tour, a VIP tour. Then uh, the library is uh, is uh, doing a garden outside, yeah, so they, they went out there so they too. went outside and she showed them a garden that the public library is doing and stuff like that. So we had a great photographer, Thomas J. Morris. is a great photographer. He done a phenomenal job taking capturing the moment. Thank you. We had Lazarus come out, um, support us. Uh, my guy from Seamoss, uh, uh -huh. um, Kevin Jor. Kevin Jordan, thank you so much, sir. We appreciate you. But let me just get back to the kids real quickly before we move on. I am so proud of them. I can see like all the stuff that we instilled in them yes. during the year, mm -hmm. how it played out. Like we, we would just, man, when I tell you that they are on point, like it is a blessing just to see like the seeds that you've sown into these kids. And then when you come back around, they on point. I'm talking about they on point. And the most improved is Mashawn. Yes. Mashawn. Mashawn is the most improved kid in our program. At first. <laughs> You're going to tell it. Go ahead. So we kept talking to Mashawn throughout the year. We said, Mashawn, you need to tighten up. So it got to a point that. Every time we walk into the school, the kids say, Mashawn did this, Mashawn did that. Boom, boom, boom. So we kept talking. said, Mashawn, I'm tired of walking to this school. And every time we walk into school, the kids talk about how you're not acting the way you're supposed to be acting. And all these kids want to take your spot. And so it led up to the point where we had tribunal. And so we was in Ms. Norris' class. And it was my wife, Ms. Norris, and it was me. And so we had a conversation. So I said, Mashawn, here's where we at. We've been talking to you and talking to you and talking to you, and we haven't seen any change. So I tell you what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to vote on whether or not you stay in the program. So Ms. Norris was like, nah, uh, now, first, Ms. Ms. Norris. You went first. Ms. Norris went yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at first, Ms. Norris said that you can go first. And I said, well, I already know what Sheila going to do. 
because she was tired of talking to Michonne. And so I said, Michonne, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go with Miss Norris. So it's three votes. It's an odd number. So if two agree, then it, it's, it's so Miss Norris voted. She said, well, I was looking at the data and blah, 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 she blah. She keeps up with data. She keeps with that data. She kept, you know, Michonne, 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 Michonne. She said, I'm going to have to vote them out the program. And I already knew as soon as Miss Norris came down with her vote, I was just, I did my head like this because I already knew where Sheila was going. And I was like, Michonne, you put me in a no-win situation because you know I'm going to roll with my wife now. I said, man, I tried to tell you, man, we're going to get to this point. So, Michonne, he was out of the program. So, but the Holy Spirit, God spoke to me, he said, man, don't give up on Michonne. Don't give put him back in the program. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. So I called his mother, talked to his mother, said, hey, I want to come get Michonne. You know, we have an event, et cetera, et cetera. She said, i tell you what I'm going to do. I drop them off at an after-school program, and you can go pick them up. I tell them when you're coming to pick them up. And I was like, okay, cool. And when I had got out the phone with his mother, Sheila, and she was like, mm-hmm. you can go pick them up. Yeah. And I was like, man, like. That's trust. Yeah, like she sees the impact and the importance of our program and how it positively impacted Michonne that she entrusted me to go pick up her son at the after school program. So I went to go pick Michonne up last week. And man, let me tell y'all, this boy here was so different. He At first he was. He, I think he felt like when he saw me, yeah. he had to kind of like, he was walking on needles. Yeah. But then what I wanted to do was I didn't want him to feel that way. So I kind of just did a woosah. And I told him, because he had been on my spirit. I ain't going to lie. He had, that's why when you said that, mm-hmm. then I knew that I was hearing from the Holy Spirit. So yeah. we were together on that one. And then it was something that you said about not giving up now there are times that when a person or a child starts doing certain things and it's like there's nothing that you can do about it no matter what you do no matter what you say no matter how you act i get it Mm -hmm. but i do understand that sometimes you can't give up on the kids yeah but sometimes with parents you just have to let go and let god because it's like I just I don't know anymore. But with Marshawn, but with Marshawn, yeah, he, his his mother, his whole his yeah. whole demeanor, his whole Man, posture, his whole was, all his mannerisms. See, that had to happen. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's, that had to yeah. happen. He had to be broken. Yeah, yeah, he had to realize how fortunate um, he was to be in our program, and his mother knows that we were going above and beyond. For Michonne, that we that we will do with most of the kids in our program. Well, I say some of them, but I went out my way personally because I see something in Michonne that resonate with me and my upbringing, and so I wanted to be there for him. I, you know what it is? Thank you. I think because of Gregory and him. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, okay. I didn't mean, you know what I mean? I didn't okay. I didn't I didn't put two and two together to the right oh, now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You get it now? Yeah. 
I got it. So, so that's why I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I really want to walk with Michonne because I, I, I can identify with him on a personal level, and I share that one day. But so when I went to go pick him up. And I, you know, first of all, he had on the Stafford boxing I know, polo. He was clean. I mean, he was clean with it. And uh, I said, "Hey, Michelle, how you doing? How you doing, sir?" And he said, "Sir," and I was like, "Okay, let me see where this going." I said, "Michelle, um, I asked him a question. He said, "Yes, sir." He said, "Yes, sir." He said, "Thank you, sir." Man, I mean, his whole demeanor was just man. He was different, man. We was man. I picked him up in the car. We were driving, and he was like. I said, Michonne, I'll be right back. I need to go get this. He said, okay, sir. And one of the things that we demand for from our kids in our program is that you must address us, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. It's important because I'm from that old school, and I see how in society, if you go into a place of business, and if you say yes, sir, and no, ma'am, and thank you, ma'am, and thank you, sir, how you set yourself apart from other people and people are willing to help you because they see that you are well-mannered. And when you're well-mannered, people will go above and beyond to assist you. So I'm trying to, well, we are instilling in that into our kids so that they can have an advantage because we want them to have an advantage compared to other people. And that's just because they're part of under our covering we, we are not their parents. We, we are not their legal guardians. What we are is positive role models, a husband and a wife being something that's missing in our community. Are we going to save every kid? No. But the ones that God sends in our direction, we're going to do our best to instill in them the things that we see and know from us living and being in certain uh, uh, circles and, and achieving certain things in life, what you must have in order to be successful. So we are instilling in these kids early on about college. We receive uh, the some admission uh, booklets. Yeah. Which I have to get some more. Yeah. So we, we got to get two more. Because uh, Marion got to get one. Yeah, Marion has to get one. And Hazel has to get one. Uh, Hazel got I'll probably get four just yeah. in case. So and for the dual program when they get to high school. High school, yes. So basically, kids can go to high school and then they can also earn college credits. So when they graduate from high school, they first will graduate with their associate's degree and then they acquire their high that school is, diploma. So it's a dual that, enrollment. So we sowing this seed in our kids now going into the sixth grade. So now we have an opportunity to just kind of be a farmer and keep nurturing this, like, this is what we want. This is what we want. This is what we want. And another thing, I want to thank all the parents, Sheila, that brought the kids out oh, yeah. to our event. And it meant a lot to us that the parents was involved is, and, was willing. and they trust and they just us. Them and they just dropped them off. They just dropped them off. They just said bye. Or they and, would come in. I gave them a hug. I talked to them for a moment, and then they left. And then their they just, children would call, or you had to call a parent, and then they would just come. And, so, and we took a couple really, of them home. Yeah, and you know what? Something I didn't tell you. I don't know where you where where you was, but it was um, it was me, Thomas. 
What's the young, I keep on forgetting her name. I called her the wrong name. The one who I had to help when she had in, in the in the class and she took some Oh, uh, Chanel. Okay, and the other young lady that was there. Chanel. I forgot her name. Which one? Okay, but it was You talking three, about Karma? Yeah, it was three, it was three of us in there. Oh, okay, so it was you, Karma. No, and it was um, Javen. Okay. He was in there too. I, I shed a tear. And I think the reason why I did that was because getting up when I talked to my auntie. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of got emotional and just telling them just that we truly love them and we want the best for them. Yeah, that was crazy because I don't I don't do that. was the that. first time that I, I actually that. said that I really you know, I love, you know, I love y'all. And, I told Marion the other day when we stopped by Friday, I was like, love you. She was like, I love you too. And you know what? To 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 actually have the kids say that to you, yeah, man, it really it, means it a, a lot. lot. So, man, we're going to post uh, the picture on social media because, you know, one thing I'm not, I know that social media can be a tool to help advance or share light on the things that you do in the community and stuff like that. And and I get that, you know, but I it's just certain we, things we, we just, just don't want yeah, to put we, out there. Yeah, we we cuz of yeah, privacy yeah, for the family. Yeah. Not only that though, but we we want to share some of those moments for when we get our building. Yeah. And, and we can add like the pictures, yeah, pictures uh, all over the wall and, and stuff like that. Like so the only way that you can see these pictures is that you come like visit. TV, so like we're trying to create traction and just have them like. Let me not talk too much because I'm not trying to. Mm -mm. But overall, it was a very that. successful uh, event. I want to thank our sponsor, Truist. Man, man, thank you so much, Sarah Welch. Um, man, I want to thank uh, Walmart. And shout out to uh, Amanda Marcy. She is the lady that makes the decision for water beverages, excuse me, water and mm -hmm. beverages for, for Walmart. Like she do billion dollars worth of business for Walmart in that sector. When it comes to making the final decision, she's the one. She's the one. And Amanda, I want to say thank you for giving us the, the opportunity, the time. And I didn't get an opportunity to meet you, but I was listening in on both mm. conversations, telephone conference, video conference call that you had with Sheila. And Walmart has done a remarkable job preparing you to, to, to be the leader in that position. The way that you talk, how you you know, just focus you about business, man. I have so much respect for that. And but but like what Sheila was saying, thank you for the opportunity. Unfortunately, it didn't go the way that you know we would have planned. But I told Sheila that it wasn't your fault because you prepared um, for the for the first telephone first video conference call. Then 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 you prepared for the second video conference call because if you didn't impress. Amanda, the first time, you wasn't going to get a second. And I, I, I want to say something, and I don't mean to offend anyone, but when you are given an opportunity in life, period, man, come prepared. Yeah, do not do take, research. man, do your research. Do your homework. 
dress accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you may not get that opportunity because your first impression is your last impression. Be prepared. Put your ego aside. If you have a team, rely on your team to step in and speak for you or whatever. Like me personally, like when I would have my team do a lot of the talking because I just sit back and be like, okay, go ahead. You know, I'm, I'm more of a delegator. You know what I'm saying? Like I delegate this, you do this, you say that. Okay, you do this, you do that. So it's a game plan. It's a team effort. I might be the quarterback, but I need a tight end. I need a running back. I need I need a guard. I, I, I need some good wide receivers. I, I need a good play caller. I, I need all that. So a team is very important. Sometimes a leader may have to go into a situation where it's one-on-one. But when opportunities like this, when Walmart come, man, you can't play. It's thousands, thousands and thousands of people reaching that Walmart every day trying to get into their stores. And when you get someone who makes that decision, man, you got to be on point, bro, because it's not only you who's affected by the outcome. It's everyone who's invested in you and in the product or whatever situation may it may be so that everyone can walk away feeling like you done your job. And when one person don't do their job, it affects the whole team. So. And just be prepared. But Amanda, thank you so much. We'll definitely be in contact with you again. We're not gonna waste your time because we just felt like it, I don't want to speak on. She 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 already knows. But shout out to Paul, who had a fight not too long ago with celebrity boxing. Oh yeah, he Paul. has been yep. a great supporter. Great supporter for the um, Stafford show. Period. And the brain. Um, his son also. Um, had a fight as well, so they, both, mm -hmm, so they both won. Oh, really? So, yeah, they how both old won is with son? celebrity boxing. I don't know how old his son is, but they actually they both won. And we were talking about Terrence Crawford because he had made a post, or I made a post. Well, he made a post, and then I had made a post, and I told he said that he's going with Crawford. I said I'm going with Crawford. You know, Crawford is a WBO welterweight. So one of the reasons why I'm going with Crawford is even though I like Spence and I like Crawford, but look, he had he can change from South from Southpaw to Orthodox. That's something that only a few fighters can do. And to my personal opinion, that can be confusing because you can switch it on and off. You don't know when they're going to actually change. Plus, he has great counter-punching power. He got good footwork, too. That, too. And also some KOs, some, some KOs. knockout powers. I'm, this is my final decision. I told everybody I was going to make my decision. So I am going with Terrence Crawford. A, a nice amount of people are going with Terrence. I, I don't, I, man, I like And if I'm wrong, man. I'm wrong. Man, I, I like I'm you, er, Earl Spence Jr. I like you. I really, really do. But for some reason, I'm just I mean, going with Crawford because Spence is an IBF WBC. Yeah, but, 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 but Earl Spence got all them belts, though. 
He okay. got that green one. Okay, but that's good too because he does have some great punching, uh, body punching. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a great fight with some good, some it's exceptional gonna, technical skills. So this is really going to be a great fight. It's also being based off of Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier's fight that I believe. What was it? Was it March eighth of nineteen sixty one? I don't know. You 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 done some research. March eighth of March eighth. Oh, and one more thing I want to say. Because Muhammad, he had some 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 speed. Man, you know, like. Oh, I said you know. My bad. I was just about to. I missed that one out, y'all. Hey, we got to do better. Oh, we, with we, what? Like how you riding down the street and. We get to a stop sign. You talking about garbage again? Yeah. And so someone like, threw out garbage again? Yeah. When? So the other day when we were driving, they just, you know, just throw trash out. You know, it's like, man, this is crazy. And and then when you like I was in the parking lot <laughs> and like the, the 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 garbage can is right there. Right there. The only thing you have to do is just put the trash like right there, you can just you you can just throw it, and you just you just you just that really bothers you. Yeah, because it's like when you go to other communities, you don't see that. Well, occasionally you might, but see it's not it, us. But but it's, but it's not, not them doing it. It's, seen, it's us going out into their community. But I've, I've seen somebody not like us, but I said on a few a few occasions. But like mostly, but mostly Sheila. Space. But but mostly Sheila, they keep their community clean, and and, and and also like when you use the baskets, the shopping carts, the shopping. I mean the the, the shopping cart rack will be right there. And they'll put it like right here. And they put it up on the curb and on everything. The curve, you know how and, the tree is there, and then they have the little and not being sensitive right or mindful of it rolling back and it's scraping up somebody's car. It's it's there. no consideration for others. It's all about me. And so the kids see that. So it's a repeated behavior that's passed down from generation to generation. And that needs to come to a stop, man. We need to stop being that lazy that we don't want to uh, take the trash that's in our vehicles and put it in the trash can. Now, I did make a suggestion, Suggestion, but I do. I have two bags, and I'll put one inside the other one, and I'll tuck it away. So when I do have trash, I'll put it our trash in that bag, and then wherever we go, I'll put it. But you know what? Since you're talking about that, I'm, I, I can feel you on that, but you know what I get frustrated with is the women in the in the female locker rooms that are just so not clean. Like if you just use the bathroom on the the toilet, like if you're urinating, I know we always look back to see if there's anything on the toilet. All you have to do is just get some tissue and just wipe it off. Or if you're on your personal, can you just wrap it up and not leave it on the floor and on the toilet seats and all in the toilet and stop getting globs of toilet paper. I'm talking about globs of toilet paper and it'll just be in the toilet. Or if you use the bathroom bathroom, you just leave it right there in the toilet. So when you walk in, you're like, oh my gosh, what did I just walk into? 
Crazy, man. I saw something that I did not want to see. Man, we got to do better. We, we got to do better. And, and I'm not talking to the other community. I'm talking to our community. We, and then they we, be we, stealing we, the stuff from out the, um, you know, the gym that we go to. The, mm -hmm. the lady who works there, she literally told me they walk out with weights. Man, y'all still in the weight, bro. Y'all tripping. They walk out with weights. That's why she said they have such a gap with all the weights. And then I forgot, what do you call it? Um, where you put your foot in and you can work out your hamstrings and your oh, glutes. Oh, 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 the, the uh, strap. Yeah, they, they took that. They had about four of them and they taken taken the straps. So then when you do money. that, all you're making is for the membership prices to go up even higher. Because they, the, they got the recoup. You know what? They people don't pay. know how to be a good steward over something that, that that's not theirs, which then tells me that they're not a good steward over their own things that God has blessed them with. No. And, 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 and I'm with you on that, Sheila. Like, we got to do better. We got to do better. We, we got to do better and not publicizing so much foolishness that our kids think the foolishness is a reality. And then when they get up age and it's time for them to fend for themselves, mentally uh, and spiritually and maturity wise, they're not capable. And so now you have disabled them from becoming independent to the point that they become dependent. And when they become dependent, then they can't be effective in the community and then they get lost in the sauce in the system. And so you start crying and my child is my child that well, it starts in the beginning. And I'm not saying that I'm a perfect person or I haven't been a perfect parent or whatever, but as I grown and matured, I start correcting things. And so that now that I got to a certain level, God has entrusted Sheila and I, with other folks' kids because we made some mistakes that we said that we're not going to repeat. And so with these kids, we're not repeating those same mistakes. And so we're instilling in, in them things that we know is going to benefit them. And so we're trying to do our little part. You know, it, it, it takes a whole lot, but a little part can make a big difference. And that's what we need to focus on, the little things in life. Not so much the big things because the little things will eventually get to the bigger things. And so line upon line, precept upon precept. You can't go from the first grade to the fifth grade. You got to go first, second, third, fourth, then fifth. When you get to the fifth, you prepare for it. So we have, uh, what, 25 now going to different middle schools. And so this year we'll have another 25 coming in. So we're going to be expanding. And uh, yeah, I had to take a deep breath. But and you know what I want to say? Sorry for interrupting you no, before no, I forget. Good. To the preteens and to the teens, because we we do talk to some of them, but we, like I said, in our program, it's just fifth graders. Let me just put you all up on Fifth game. and now sixth graders. Yeah, fifth and sixth graders. So let me just put you all up on some game. Stop being disrespectful to your parents. Mm. Stop listening to your so-called friends who are really not your friends because as soon as you get into trouble, Mama. depending on what type of trouble you Mama. get into, who are you going to be calling for? Mama. 
The other thing is you'll know who your real friends are is if you ever do get into that type of situation or if you decide to change for the better. The other thing is families need to start coming together and not being separate. And what I mean by that is whether if you are getting married and the kids are yours and the husbands, or if you're getting married and it's the kids are not the wives or the kid or the kids are not the husbands. Family may not at first really be linked on like that, but you do have to be respectful. And you also have to be careful what you're telling the other kids because now you're causing issues within the home that the child or the children live in and then also you're missing out on your blessings and then the children are missing out on their blessings and kids let me just tell you something all parents i know are not going to be perfect all parents know we don't know everything and know we don't do everything right but there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of parents out there that truly love you and they want the best for you. And they are trying their hardest to make sure that not only do you get the things that you want, but the things that you need. You have a house that you can go into in and out anytime you want, unless you have a curfew. You can open up the refrigerator. You have food, you have drink, you have AC. Now, sometimes some people may not have all those things. Shoot, you might be sleeping on the floor. You might be sleeping on, what are those beds you call that you put the air mattress? Oh, air mattress. You might be sleeping in a, <clears throat> on an air mattress. You all might be sleeping in one room. But if you see your parent, your guardian, or your parents really trying their hardest, they're going work to with work, them. work with and them. They're, they're trying to um, have communication with your teachers, sometimes they might just a little bit because they're that tired and then you're eating you might not be able to eat that four course meal or that baked chicken and all that but you're eating something be grateful for that because that is not going to last long but you have to do your part by not stressing out your parents and doing and contributing washing the dishes contributing to the house taking out the trash and not having an attitude I ain't washing the no bathroom dishes. Clean. I ain't taking out no garbage. Bro. Keep your room clean. Bro, man, why are you coming up in my room, bro? Wearing doggone uh, a hoodie in 90 degree weather yeah, with some timber boots up. on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, and Sheila, I think what you're saying is, is so profound. Shout and, out to my Auntie Mary. And we need to, and, and we need to definitely. Uh, stay on top of that because these kids are not being respectful to their parents. And that's something that I, I do not like. Like I saw, uh, what's her name? Gabrielle. Okay. So her uh, grandmother, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So. Totally different. So I realize it's a new generation now, right? So. We gave them a whole bunch of snacks, uh, just a lot of stuff. They walked away. They, with they boxes. Had, they had bags. to walk out with boxes, right? And so Gabrielle wanted her grandmother to carry the box. 
I'm like, Gabriel, what you talking about? Well, it's about the fall. What you do is you put the box down, you rearrange the things in the box so that the stuff that won't fall out the box, and you pick the box back up. I said, don't you ever. I bet not. Never find out. Boy, look at here. Gabriel, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. You play with them. Do, Do not play with me. I do not play with kids. I don't. Oh, tell, tell her about this, too. Oh, yeah. And that nose ring, that clip on. You're not being Gabrielle. You're being influenced by what you're seeing on the internet and TV. That's why we, that, that after school and summer program. It's is important. Needed. It's needed for the kids. It's, it's important, man. It, it's important. I, I, it's important. And help is on the way. I'm going to go ahead and speak that. Help is on the way. Help us, help, us, help us on the way because we are demonstrating that we can be faithful over few. Mm-hmm. And we're making the best, the most of what we have received thus so far. And I think that, Sheila, based upon the product that we put out and the things that, you know, the impact, man, it's just a matter of time that we have everything that we pray for and work hard for because, you know, I believe God understands our heart. Yes. People can't see our heart. Mm-hmm. God can. Yeah. And he know that we have good hearts for kids and we want to do right and we want to, you know, guide them in the right direction. But one thing we're not tolerating that disrespect. So, Gabrielle, if your grandmother called me and tell me that you, you, you da, 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 I'm coming to see you. And mm-hmm. you know when I come to see you, you know we're not fit to have no this. You no, know, I'm coming. And we're going to have a conversation because you begged us to get into the program. Oh, she was the one that had me hemmed up in the corner. Standing out, I'm talking I had her hemmed up. <laughs> With three other young girls. Uh, Miss, Miss, because she came to me first. She said, Miss Stafford, can I be in your program? I said, no. Nah. I said, you got to go talk to my wife because I am a man of order. I don't want no little girls coming to me and asking me, no, nah, you're going to talk to my wife and, and, and see what she's going to say about that. Now, little boys, you come to me, and then I'm sending to to my wife so she can make the final decision. But I don't, you know, to me, everything is about order. If you're not in order, then that ain't God, and you're not going to get too far with us, period, because we are people of order. And I want to give a shout-out to Chris from um, RX Water. And, man, he had texted me something today, and I was like, Chris, man, like, man, like, like, bro, like. That's something. Because no, nobody would do that. No, nah, Chris. Nobody would nah, do that. I want, nah. where are the, where are Chris, those, you, Chris, where I are ain't those lie, type bro. of people at? Chris, 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 hey, man. God bless you, brother, for real. Thank you. Man, thank you, man, because we trying to resolve this situation and you stepping up when it don't, it, it involves you. But it doesn't. But it, but it, it doesn't, doesn't. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate you for, you know, just being a man of God, a man of good character, bro. I'm, I'm just, I'm give you a card. There's one thing about Stafford. If, if you do the right thing by me, Man, I'm go I'm I'm gonna honor you, bro. And I don't have no problem. I don't have no problem because you you know our work, bro. You you know our contribution. You, you know that we done things from the heart and we was led, but due to some things that 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 came about, we are godly people. 
but we have wisdom. And we're not going to let nobody finesse us or, or disrespect us when we've been nothing but A1. And you know that. And for that, I, I, I respect you, bro. And and if it, if, if, it, if it was a different situation on our behalf, I'd be like, man, I, we don't even want that, bro. Yeah. We, we don't even want that. But we in this situation, and you stepping up to it, and, you know, helping us resolve the situation, and, and, and it's only fair. It's only fair and it's right, man. And I appreciate you. And I wanted to take this moment to, to, to you know, to honor you and give you your cards, give you your flowers. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like flowers. Um, give, give him uh, what's a what's a manly thing? What 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 do y'all like? Um, man, let me give you a trophy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me give you, let me give you a trophy. Your first place trophy. You know what I wanted to say since you said that too. You said that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That you had had a conversation with somebody with a guy and the guy was saying that they're comp the the women are competing with them. Oh, okay. You so talking about yeah, because so so, so 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 let me say this first. So the kids in our mentoring program, some do come to me, but the majority come to my husband. The reason why, and it used to bother me, and and then I'm going to tie everything together and then he's going to talk about it. Because, see, my husband has been doing this longer than me, so he has been, what is the word? You have been Groom. exposed and groomed by God. by God, and then God allowing him to be around certain people and businesses and organizations, right? Whereas with me, IBS. I was going to the clubs, running the streets, hanging with the wrong type of people. When I say hanging out in the streets, no, I was not prostituting. I was just hanging out with a certain group of people. Let me get that clear. So I did not use my time wisely at all, but my husband did, but he wasn't perfect. He did some things or whatnot, but the thing about him is he stayed on course and he was, at least he was balanced. So, hey, you can't say anything about that. And it used to bother me. And I did start feeling some type of way. I wasn't trying to compete with him. I think I started feeling, uh, feeling some type of jealousy because my husband has a gift and he can speak, he can talk. He can read something and he can just remember it and he can talk about it. Me, I have to have the book. I have to underline it and then jot some notes down and then I'll get it. And I had to look at myself and there's actually some books that I'm reading. And it's like all of my books that I'm reading is all aligning together. So I had to look at myself because my situation dealing with certain kids, I wasn't healed yet. And I was still had my heart was, I had, um, I guess a wall in front of my heart because I felt like I'm giving so much to our mentees, but the ones over here don't appreciate it, been disrespectful. It just really made me feel lied on me and had made me feel some type of way. 
So I couldn't just, I didn't, my heart wasn't open. So I had to look at myself and do some weeding out and reading God's word and reading books. And then my husband would tell me, and then I have like just a little bit of an attitude because I know that he's right. So when the guy that you spoke with said competing, I never wanted to compete with my husband. It was just that everything that he knows and he does and how he says, how he carries himself, how he speaks, how he just has a bold spirit, how he can just, he can talk to anybody. He can talk to an Asian. He can talk to somebody black, African-American, uh, white, Indian, if I missed anybody else. Whereas with me, I'm somewhat, I'm not scared and I'm not intimidated, but I'm just somewhat closed off a little bit. But you're getting better. But I'm getting better. And the reason why I'm sharing this with everyone, especially with the women, is because it's it's okay to change and change is going to be very uncomfortable. Sometimes it may make us mad. Sometimes it's going to have us have an attitude. Sometimes we are going to cry. Sometimes when like someone like my husband will say, Sheila, you didn't do such and such and such. And it's like he did today. He told me something today. He's like, you are not up on your game. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. It just isn't sticking in with you. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to keep on beating a dead horse up. Just say it one time and that is it. But at the end of the day, I know that he's right. She do me the same way. So it go both back. But I think it hits me different because to me at time, now everything is on time and God has given me an opportunity and given me a chance. And that's why I don't want to blow it and I'm not going to. But I think the reason why it hits me different than it does you, because I'm somewhat of a late bloomer because I... Like I said before, I really did not have an education. Even in elementary school, they just passed me. High school, they just passed me. I put in no effort. So going from that and then doing things that I had no business doing and acting the way that I had no business acting and not using my time wisely like you did, I was a late bloomer because I started attending GSU in my 40s, which I'm grateful I learned there. So now with us doing, I had to step my game up with the nonprofit organization. So now it's like I'm back in school because I'm reading these books. And, and every time we talk to somebody now, like Justin, that's my husband's friend. He's a lawyer. Randy, Justin manager Miller, at Walmart, attorney. Uh, Mama B. Uh, yeah, Justin, B, we working, we ain't twerking. Mama B, I asked them, what do you read? What Where I am now and what we are doing, what books would you suggest that I read so I can just become better? And then when you and Eric were talking about the CEO and the CEO getting paid and why would you pay the CEO this amount of money if they're just bringing in this certain amount of money? which then goes into what Mama B told me to read, to listen to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I have to, now it's like, I really have to step my game up. And it's, and, and it's like, it, it's like, it has to be fast. 
because when we get these employees to work for the nonprofit in the gym and the enterprises, I'm going to have to be able to, well, we, but I know it's really going to fall on me. I have to know or be familiar with the majority of everything that goes on or how we can get the money. Now, I'm not saying I have to do the work because they got to do the work. I want to delegate. I want to do what you do. Okay, this, 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 and I'll do my part. But I don't want to do all that stuff. But, but Sheila, I want to say this because I was listening to you and I think you where you're supposed to be in life. Oftentimes when people get to this age in life, they don't want to learn no more. They set in their ways and then they stop growing. I think that you're in a very unique situation because you have that, that young uh, spirit of wanting to learn, that curiosity that, you know, that, that sometimes fade out as you get older in life. So I think that you can use that, what you're saying is a setback as an advantage for you to be to be better than the rest that's coming your way. Because it takes a, a person who's confident in themselves and know themselves to even, you know, say something like that, particularly on a podcast where, you know, a lot of people are going to be listening to that you're not ashamed to say, you know what, I found myself having some type of, you know, insecurities. What? You said, you know. Okay, bad, my bad. That you had uh, that you had some insecurities or there may have been a little bit of jealousy or whatever. And so as we were talking about when I got into the truck today about the conversation that I had with the gentleman when I was getting us something to eat. So today I went to go get us something to eat and I was just in line and this guy just started talking to me and we just, you know, just had a conversation. So one of the things, uh, I don't even know how I got on this subject, but I, I told him, I said, man, <clears throat> I'm celebrating this year 15 years of marriage faithfully. And he looked at me, he was like, you say what? I said, yeah. Faithfully, 15. He said, how long? I said, yeah, 15. See, this year will be 15. And he said, well, what tools did you use? And I said. A screwdriver and a hammer because he had some chiseling he had to no, do no, off to the no, sides. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said, I said, it was the word of God. He said, now, he said, besides that, what, what other tools did you use? And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that there is another tool that's more powerful then the word of God. And I, I just, I would just, I don't know. I just, it, it just hit me. It was like, man. So I realized that I have so much faith and confidence in God's word than most people. I, I won't say most. I don't know the percentage, but it's a lot. Right. And they don't look at the word of God the way, the way I look at it and how I rely on it and, and, and how it has been a lifeline for me. And like, so now Sheila has adopted my ways. My ways is like I get up, I, I read, study, then I read other books and stuff like that. I've been doing that for years. Ever, ever since she known me, that's what I've been. I'm a self-educated person. I, I read a lot of books. Uh, I don't watch TV. I couldn't tell you what's what. I barely watch the news. I don't watch the news. I actually read stuff online and I do that because I want to minimize the type of distraction that allows in my mind and in my spirit 
I am a very uh, focused man. I focus on God. I'm walking on water faith. It's a different type of level of faith that you're depending on God to bless you and guide you and lead you. And I'm trying to hear from God as much as I can so that I can make the right decisions. Making the right decisions is important to me. And so it brings me back to something that I read in uh, in book of Genesis when it said Abraham prospered because he listened to God. So I'm a listen and obeying God. So when God tell me to do something, I do it. Like when he told me to, to get more shown, I, I listen to God. Right. And so the other thing that the gentleman said that he said the black man enemy today is the black woman. And he said because they are in competition with each other. And so black men don't have the support of the black woman because they're in competition. And so I was like, well, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know nothing about that because me and Sheila ain't in no competition. Ain't never been. And even when I may see that, I, I pull that weed because I'm a gardener. You know what I'm saying? I, if I see a weed, I, I well, pull I, it out. But I wouldn't say that I'm trying to compete with you. It's just my insecurities and things that's that's in you that I would like to have, not because I want to be known or anybody no, no, saying, no, no, look no. at Sheila. It's just things that you have or things that I need. To do, but that's good what though. It is but, that we're doing. But but like I but but like I explained to you, Sheila. I said when I woke up this morning, I said, "Baby, you saved my life." God. I, I said, "Baby," because I, I told you, I said, "Baby, if if I was if I was with any other woman, it's no way in the world that I'd be who I am because they will be trying to change me to what they think I should be. But when I got with Sheila, she didn't try to change me." Time allowed me to become the man that God ordained me to be. And so by her allowing that time and not interfering with what God was doing in my life, then I can be everything that I need for her so that when she see me walk in different elements of life and different arenas, my wife is inspired by that because she's seen how I've become very, very successful in that level without going to this institution or, or this experience or whatever, it, it comes from my uh, my disciplined lifestyle. So what she see is a byproduct of the fruit of the discipline. And so, but going back to what we were talking about earlier in reference to the competition between the black man and the black woman, and, and I'm just saying to myself, like, is this the, is, if, if the black man and the black woman is in competition with one another, how are we going to survive as a race? Because I'm a black man and this is a black woman. And without this black woman, it's no way that I can be a good black man. Now, yes, I have the word of God. Yes, I stand on it. Yes, I, it's everything. It is my lifeline. But without a black woman, speaking life into me who understand what it what it's like to be black and what it's like to face adversity how can black men become viable in our community if we don't have strong black women speaking life into them i, I heard this woman said she said a lot of men lord jesus help me oh mercy 
A lot of men have millionaire uh, calling on their life. And if you are this powerful woman, help birth that millionaire manifestation out that man. A woman, she gives birth. She, she, she births things out. A woman has the ability to speak life into a man or speak death into a man. A woman is very powerful, but the right woman speaking life into the right man together, you can have something like this here. Women are impatient. Women, so, so, women some women have, are. Some, yeah, that's some why I changed women. it. I yeah, said some, some women are impatient. Some just want it here, now. You don't want to work for it. Not later. They don't want you to work, work for it. it. You got to work for it. Not built for it. No. Nah, so in order for our community to become what our ancestors paved the way and sacrifice, the black man and the black woman has to be on the same accord. We got to work together so that we can become one. And if our black man and black woman don't come together, then how does that affect the next generation of young boys and young girls coming up? It. I mean, you already <laughs> seeing it. The conversation, the disrespect, it, it just getting out of hand. But I'm going I'm going to continue to stay in prayer and I'm going to believe God will you know make that change. Oftentimes he's gonna rise up uh, an individual. Maybe be Sheila. Maybe maybe be me. I don't know. But I have heard some 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 very promising things, but I wanna know what God say and whatever he say i'm rolling with it so i'm gonna continue to change every day because if you stay the same you can't be effective so we want to become change agents so change agents sometimes will make people uncomfortable because of our bold spirit and because we see things in the spirit and i'm not like i'm not a cookie cutter i'm something the lord made if I'm in a business meeting and if I see something wrong, I'm going to speak up on it. I'm not going to sit back and hold my tongue or whatever. And I like that book 50 Cent wrote because he was like the first time he seen went into a board board meeting and he seen everybody. But then afterwards, hey, man, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's how it goes. You know, it's a lot of Captain Crunch going on. But at the end of the day, business is business. And so I am so grateful for the Stafford Show to give us this platform to, you know, to speak <laughs> what's on our hearts. And I just want to say thank you so much to Talk and Fight for producing a, pro a product that, you know, not only that they can stand behind, but also promote. So shout out to Graham and Eric. You guys are amazing. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, everyone. The Stafford Show is now over. If you would like to know more about The Stafford Show, please go to www.talkandfight.com or The Stafford Show Facebook page. We Stafford Boxing, out. the making of champions.